Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skibby, there's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday, Smodcast with you on Tuesday, Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old on Wednesday with Jay Muse, Fat Man on Batman every Thursday, and then I wrap up the week with Edumacation with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son, and those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man, like Tell Em Steve Dave? Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up On This, Team Jack. There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod. Or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Sunday night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from. I took Scott. it back because you <laughs> were because I was like, if you're not gonna watch it, I'm gonna give it somebody to watch it. Like I just gave yeah. Milius to Craig, who like is probably watching it right now. <laughs> He's probably already on top of it. <laughs> he grabbed the DVD Scott, thirty seconds ago. You've had it for, sometimes I <laughs> you see our, <laughs> You already watched it. Already watched it. Seconds later, it's unbelievable. <laughs> How did he do He's that? He's carrying it around like a prize possession. <laughs> You tossed it under the pile of like, There's what was it on top? <laughs> what was it next to? <laughs> Fubar. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's next to Fubar. Yeah. Oh, can I steal your Fubar in the movie? Yeah. It's not even open. That's all right. I bought that with Nico at Amoeba. I found it on DVD. I don't think it's on Blu-ray. But the it's second not. one, the second one is on Blu-ray, which I have right under it. Yeah, it's on Netflix, though. You can watch it whatever you want. Uh, Fubar Two: Balls to the Walls on Netflix. I believe so. Yeah. Cool. If you ha- if you it's have a highly recommended film, that's a it's a Phoebe favorite. If you haven't, uh... hey, welcome to Phoebe. Welcome to Phoebe <laughs> number twenty nine. Is it twenty nine? I think yeah. it's twenty nine. Here's the deal, everybody. We had to record an emergency podcast because I went on television and promoted this podcast. And then Scott's like, uh, we haven't done an episode in like a month. We should probably do one if you're promoting it. And the reason why is work-related. Yeah, Scott's pregnant. I'm pregnant. With the uh, with, with, uh, projects, with all sorts with, of projects. With Matt's. <laughs> uh, Matt yeah, no, we've, me. we've both been busy. And uh, Scott left for, you know, went to, you went to Portland, right? I went away for a weekend because usually you can't. I mean, it's been a while. Like your trip, even up to Washington, 
happened in between. I went away for a week. We did it, and then I went away. I've been away a few times. I've been working. You've been on yeah. that midnight, yeah. and then I think you've gone away. You've yeah, you, I've gone away. You went away Vegas a few weekends. Did that? Lost a bunch of money. Oh. But you know, it was not worth it. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> worth it. No, to lose money? <laughs> of course not. What's worth? I mean, what's worth losing money? I don't know. Blowjobs, I guess. No, but is that, that, that's that's that. see that's not but even that's not that. losing money that's like that's that's hard currency that's yeah. an exchange yeah it's exchange for goods and services yeah exactly not the thrill of gambling no which I did so Craig and I uh, Craig Rowan who now Craig who's who's, who's the, the responsive the, and he, respectful the one who loves Scott's work and pays attention to it and uh, is a is probably a better friend to Scott than I have been. <laughs> And they've just met in, the, in in a matter of five minutes. In the last five minutes, I can say that I felt a a, a warmth from Craig that you didn't haven't gotten in two and a half years from no. me. A genuine, a genuine. Um, I feel like he had a he has a genuine interest yeah. in me and well, what I do. Absolutely, yeah. Scott, we talk all the time, and you know, I mean, well, let's, here's here's a fun thing I can say to you. Have you ever watched uh, an episode of The Nerdist on BBC America? I did watch one. Oh. I watched the one where where, where uh, Will Wheaton came on, and Chris gave him the, the, a Christmas the gift Christmas ornament? that was something that they yeah. had when they were roommates. See yeah. that? Wow. You see that? Yes, he did watch Did you see something. what I did? That was a, I mean, that was a long time ago. Um, it doesn't matter. That was in the first round. <laughs> it still puts me <laughs> way ahead. Puts me. me way ahead. I've seen I've seen other stuff that you've done. And then I I just watched I watched at midnight. You just you, well you watched at midnight because Kevin was on. And then I watched your episode with with Will Wheaton again. Yeah. <laughs> so technically, you're it's Will ahead. Wheaton. You're, yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you can just, say that. What you what happens is you're to your cable guy. I'm like so I don't care what Matt's doing. Ooh, Will Wheaton. What is Will Wheaton up <laughs> yeah. to? So you've got a lot of Big Bang Theory episodes. So the more yeah exactly Some classic TNG on there. I only really I'm really interested in Will Wheaton. And if I don't blame him, he's an interesting cat. You know, yeah. he's a guy. He no, seems I watch, to know what he's doing. I watch things you do. I, I watched your. Um, remember the James Bond thing you did for? I could keep listing things. I could keep listing things that will confirm my interest. And then if I'm, and then I ask you a question, I'm like, "Do you want to watch Millish?" You're like, "Yeah, yeah I do, I do." It always, it and then always I give it like, to you. I do, and then I just, I end up forgetting that it's there, and then I end up like never watching it. It's, it's the ease, bad, and you. But here, the just to show that I'm not just, I'm not just a bad friend to you. <laughs> okay, because this scares to hear how this Let goes. me smooth off Let the edges of, of my. But also, so for instance, you, you, what did I just, what did I just hand you? I handed you an unopened copy of Fubar. Yeah, I know, but DVD. do you know something these? I purchased and was planning on watching, but have yet to watch? Yeah, but this... and then you picked up. What did you pick up over there? You picked up a Tomb Raider Xbox game. That I have not opened, and I said to you, "Oh, I was going to play that, and, and I haven't." But you then your so your, so your justification is that I should somehow my justification feel is, allied with these complete strangers to you, <laughs> who you haven't opened. Uh, my my dear and lovely friend Nico does a song on that soundtrack, and there's a music video of hers on there. So, you know, not a complete stranger. I think I think that's worth mentioning. 
Well, I think you're, you're reaching. Yeah, I you know. could just say, or you could be like, so now. See, at a certain point, I'm just going to have to shut down and be like, I'm not going to give you something. I know, and I don't want that to happen. It's pretty close. Scott. I, I mean, Craig Craig really stole your thunder. <laughs> Are you going to do a podcast with Craig now? Is that you just? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it would. Craig has glasses. He could technically fit into the four eyes situation. True. <laughs> oh, no, it's happening. <laughs> It's like single white. We're talking about whether or not you should replace me on Phoebe because you have the four eyes and he's got the beard, so it, it's applicable. No, no, what we're doing, we're just, you're replacing me. Yeah, no, Matt's then, not going to be on the show anymore. <laughs> Let's just, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. Five minutes of uh, of this new Phoebe with Craig. Okay. I'm going to get out of here. Right. You guys have Where a seat. Where are you going to go? I'll just sit right there and watch, watch okay. the podcast die. That's That's... Hi guys, I'm Craig. I've got Hi, glasses welcome. and uh, I'm cool. Welcome to the new feed <laughs> where people who have gen- like I'm genuinely interested in you're headed to, to you're headed to Atlanta. I'm uh, I'm heading to Atlanta in a week. I know you're genu- genuinely interested and I'm uh, I'm going to shoot a season 2 of a TV show for Adult Swim. Let everyone know what that TV show is. It's called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Y- you you got you kids are going to love it. That I and we were talking earlier. I came in here. We bonded more. We were talking about the Claremont Lounge in Atlanta, and Matt's out of the guy. He's like, I don't like Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just glazed over, and we were just like, it was like love at first sight over yeah. here. Yeah, Claremont Lounge is a seedy underbelly uh, strip club that yeah. is. Uh, I'd say you either have to go, or if that doesn't sound interesting to you, just don't go. Yeah. Those are two great options. Um, so thank you for having me host the podcast, and I'll ask you a question too. Okay. I'll, um, what is your what's happening right now? That because I, I host a podcast, and I like asking people what they're watching right now. What should I watch right now? What's oh, like, what am I watching? Yeah, just like <sighs> I don't know. I know True Detective just ended, but I want to know what you're like. I was watching True Detective. Um, I started watching Cosmos. Yeah, do you like the first episode? I did. Yeah, I that's it. pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's uh, look at Matt. He's sort of see once again. Like you and I are like we're locked in. Yeah, and he's he's over there. I was because I watched the beginning of the of the original Cosmos last week just to like gear up yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. And I, what I loved about it was it was like super slow and moody and you know very like ambient noise and all yeah, that yeah. stuff and like sort of gripping. But this one obviously it's a little faster because it's. You know, it's for kids. It's, yeah, it's but it, today's. it still had that eerie, you know, it had that yeah, feel. Yeah. Like I, I liked it. I was into it. You didn't like it? I'm going to acknowledge you. We watched it together, man. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I don't I, know why I feel like I'm being cuckolded here. <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching my wife fuck another man. But at least you get to use and the word cuckold. And how do you feel about that? He's jerking off in the corner. <laughs> He's His uh, back is turned... <laughs> out of respect you're, yeah you're just listening you're listening and you're staring into the corner into some corner that I think you masturbate into all the time it's, it's obvious because there's it's just a collection a little hardened those are just sculpted it's a it's a uh, very precise art form to, <laughs> to sculpt cum into shoes, but it's uh, when it works, it's perfect. Um, I for, I'm finishing House of Cards. 
Season two. Season two. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I I like it. Yeah. I was like, I I think the whole world is sort of like, or not the whole world, but a lot, I've talked to a bunch of people, and some people are either really with sort of where it's gone, and some people are like, I, I'm one of the people that by the end of season one, it sort of lost me. A little that's bit. the same with me. I th- when they went international politics, like I was like, all right, I, I sort of check out there, and. Uh, it's. Not, I feel like it's a great show. Like it, for TV, it's like a it's great, a great show. show. Great acting. Even, it's, yeah. But it's like not. I don't feel like every episode. I, I'm like amped to watch it. You know, I, it's it's easy to consume, but not essential. I'd say. I, there was sort of a there was a the first six or seven episodes to me. I was like, I was into it. Yeah. And then it really it, it you know for anyone who hasn't seen it it's like there is a moment to me where it's like it crosses this line yeah which people can either you know and i know people that love the fact that it did that but i just it like for whatever reason for me it sort of made me sort of go like eh. yeah i mean the show's still really good but it, it just didn't really work for me yeah and also when you have to like keep when a show's built on people stabbing each other in the back building these relationships and they're just adding new characters that you're like i don't care about this character yet and then they're embroiled in this weird thing you're like "Eh, i guess i don't really what i'm saying is guys cut your losses and just give up (laughs) (laughs) and i by guys i mean the creators of one of the most successful (laughs) television shows of recent uh, history give up um, well, I'm gonna continue packing to go, but thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Thank you for for Frank, our first official guest of. Uh, I know you're Eve. the first official guest, and and now you know, now you have to sit across from me and make me feel as good as Craig. Well, I'm in the corner, <laughs> jerking, jerking off, making. You're gonna shoes? make shoes or sandals? Uh, I'm gonna make Crocs. <laughs> Crocs, nice, <laughs> nice. I feel like that's somehow easier to make. A Croc? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you don't have to sculpt a croc out of dry cut. We don't need laces or like a you know. Maybe Chuck the first croc was made of dried cut. I don't. I don't doubt it. A cobbler was like masturbating. Mario Batali doesn't wear crocs. He just wears cum. He just wears like cum around the semen forge <laughs> forge semen uh, footwear. Scott, I'm not gonna lie. That was weird watching. It was watching weird my to podccast happen without me. <laughs> really didn't. It didn't feel good. Well, I could have said I didn't get the chance because Craig left. Well, I mean, I've done so now. Like what's funny about Craig leave. Rowan is uh, there's a fun there's a fun game you can play, listeners at home, which is go through every podcast I've been on in the last month and a half and find the Craig Rowan appearances because <laughs> he's oh, been yeah? on he's been on two James Bondings, uh-huh. a Nerdist, Phoebe, uh, and I've popped on to his podcast twice because he's recorded it here. What's his podcast? Uh, his his podcast is called It's That Episode. It's on the Nerdist Network now. Nice. Uh, and what Craig does, it's actually a pretty cool concept for a show. Uh, he has the guests come over and they pick one episode of one show that they want to watch together with Craig. And they talk about it beforehand. So it could be like an obscure episode of Cheers you remember from, you know, they, they haven't seen in 15 years or whatever. Sort of talk about it beforehand and then they watch it. So they pause the recording, they watch it, then they come back and go, we just watched it. And did you know talk about like if it lived up to the expectations or what? You, what episode did you do? We did. I we did a um, we did an episode of Pawn Stars. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. We sort of did that with. We've done that. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, he's not. He's not a trailblazer. 
By any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he's not upstairs right See, now he, in he my empty now office blazing trails. No. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not going to speak disparagingly. No, of course Correct. not. He's your new best friend. Yeah. I get it. I get it. We're tight. Uh, we even we even agreed with on House of Cards. Yeah, it was I incredible. It. I've never watched House of Cards. It's it, the, I, I from, from from the moment I've got here, it has been connection <laughs> after connective. Like there's so much connective tissue yeah, between no, us. I now. get it. I get it. It's weird. I feel like I have a like an almost. <clears throat> I can almost. I almost know what he's thinking. Wow. What is he? What is he thinking right now? He's thinking. Um. He's basically God he's thinking about his temple <laughs> as though he's actually getting a signal. <laughs> he's wondering if he should come back down. <laughs> You're wondering. That's you. He's, those no, are your no, thoughts. he's actually sitting there going like Those are your should thoughts. Should I go back down? Those Scott. Those are your thoughts. You're not. You're you're just projecting your thoughts onto Craig. He's thinking about, but he but he knows he has to pack. Yeah, he's got to pack. He's, he's got to pack. He's got to go to Atlanta to well, do. He's going to, we're going to New York tonight. He oh, you're both, both going to New you're York. You're both going to New York together. Staying in his apartment tonight with his wife. In New York. Yep. And then uh, tomorrow, I'm going to go stay at an Airbnb place in Brooklyn. Nice. Uh, and uh, my my goal is to actually dump this episode onto the server today. Before you leave. Before I leave. And if hopefully Will, Will Wilkins can uh, get that shit up. Yeah. And then the kids can have a new Phoebe. A very exciting special episode of Phoebe. With a guest with a on guest on it with so much happening. Uh I mean our show it's interesting because our show was sort of we came it was the idea of like would we become friends? And yeah. it was like the formation of a friendship. Yeah. And it's like in twenty nine episodes it's taken twenty nine episodes to do what Craig and I did <laughs> in, <laughs> in in twenty nine seconds. Yeah, but Scott, I mean I really feel like that's just that's just surface stuff, you know? There's no there's no I deepness there. I don't know. There's no Hold deepness. On. <laughs> Stop touching your other temple. <laughs> um, use my right lobe. <laughs> let's uh let's let's see. Let's we got a lot to catch up on as far as catching the listener up on. Uh What's happened in our lives so far? Uh, your wife just had a birthday. No, I no, just you had just a had a birthday. Your wife's having a birthday in May. Yes, and then you guys are going to Paris, correct? Uh, she, she it, has she changed her mind. She changed her mind, so it might not be Paris. We might be going to Chile. Okay, just shot in the dark here. Okay, sounds like a bad idea. Why? I feel like Paris has a better infrastructure. For food, uh, there's definitely. Um, I mean, there's, there's. I mean, I haven't been to Santiago. I haven't been to Chile, but I've been to. Um, I was in Buenos Aires, and I had some really good food in Buenos Aires. Yeah, but isn't Paris where food was invented? Or at least that's. What it's they true. Me. She wants to, but she went to. Um, hopefully, I'm going to pronounce this correctly. But she saw a program about the Atacama Desert, A T T A C A M A, in northern Chile. Okay, which is like really. I think it's one of the driest places in the world. High desert, and there's some places you can go stay up there and like go hiking and horseback riding and sort of see this sort of very, um, you know, it's like really interesting and different kind of terrain. So she really got into that idea, and I love the outdoors, yeah, as we know, yeah. And so I was like, you well, rent a jeep or something and like do it up out there. Oh, they have they, they have like some nice places where you basically go in and it's like 
you're pretty far out and it's like you're way out in the middle of nowhere and basically you stay there and you get all your meals and then it sounds kind of great yeah and so when she said that i was like I, it's her birthday so i was like you want to go to paris i'll go to paris because yes the food's amazing yep. but if you want to go on a more adventure kind of thing where get to do that outdoors so i'm all for that too another question and i'm sure santiago is 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 you know i sure i guarantee you we will have some good meals all right well here Another question I'm going to ask you, travel-related question. Okay. Have you ever used the uh, Airbnb situation? I did. I did. I used it when I went to um, – I just went up to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I went up to Vancouver in December. Yeah. And uh, stayed, and I used it, and yeah. I thought it was great. I'm using it tomorrow in Brooklyn. Got an apartment in Park Slope. I was I I loved it. I was like I'm looking forward to it. It seems like I was kind of apprehensive about it, you know, because I enjoy a good turndown service. I don't see that's guy. why I'm that's why I'm totally into it. It's like I don't fucking care. I don't want to mint. It's like I don't want to pay. You don't like when you come back and there's slippers next to your bed? No. Well, man, I don't like see. I don't. Yeah, different I'm like strokes. if I go to a hotel like we we were just in Portland. I went to a hotel, <clears throat> had some good food. Went to Portland uh, seems like a no brainer to use the Airbnb situation. Yes. Next time I go, I'll do that. We stayed at a hotel, and usually I put the do not disturb. Like I don't want any. I don't. I'm like I don't want anyone to come into my room. Oh yeah, I usually don't. Every other day, I'll have them clean it. Otherwise, yeah. Really. But I don't really. It doesn't really do that much for me. <clears throat> I'm way more into the Airbnb, and then because well, you have space, like you actually have space, and like here's the interesting thing too. Like I was just looking. You know how I've my big. The big trip I want to do is I want to go to Dublin and drink Guinness in yes. every bar that I can find. Yes, that's which my, is a lot. You that's probably, my you... plan. Like I don't. It's that's how far my plan is. But I was like, to yesterday, I was looking up Airbnb prices for places in Dublin, and it's so doable. It's so cheap. When I was gonna go to when we were going to Paris, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, because I was just like, you take the equivalent of a hotel, yeah. and I'm like. The apartments I was looking at were like they were fucking nice, yeah. and then you can go. And the other thing that I like about it is you can, you can then rent places. That's the thing with Vancouver is like the hotels are all kind of downtown, and my sister lives just outside of downtown. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, if I rent this apartment, I'm like five blocks from her, and I can just walk there, as opposed to like being downtown. I always yeah. got to grab a cab or jump on yep. the train. Um, and that way you can just that's why like if you go to dublin or even paris we were like well we could stay in you have more options as far as all the neighborhoods that you want to stay in well, you I live mean, more like a local our play you know we're supposed to eventually you and i are supposed to eventually go and write somewhere yes <laughs> like it's a plan we've had for i mean year. craig and i have been mentally you and craig exchanging. Are already <laughs> we've already, already written booked something yeah Craig and I are going to um, we're going to Japan. But here's what I'm saying. I know, like we talked and, about, I have fun in Japan, you guys. Yeah. All right. Whatever. We've already written a but you and I successful television to, show together. Uh, Vancouver, because I've never been to Vancouver. Yes. Um, and I have. And what I about have, Dublin? Pardon? What about Dublin? I would tell. I, I'm di- my. That was like my wife had three things. She had Paris, Scotland, Ireland, or Chile. Mm. <clears throat> and I think I think it's. It's still, it's still, she's still. No, I think it's Chile. Yeah. I think it's Chile. I think that's what's going to happen. Alex can come to Dublin too. It's fine. She, I, I, we, I would, I would love to go to Dublin. I haven't been to Dublin. I've been to Scotland. You haven't been? I haven't been. This is perfect. And I loved it. And all I, you got to do is watch that Frank McCourt 
documentary where it's like a PBS thing he did. Obviously, he's dead, so he did it a few years ago. It was like in the late 90s, mid-90s, whenever Angela's Ashes. So you're suggesting in me that I do something, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to do it? I'm going to do it. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I'm seeing how this works. I'm trying to learn from you, Scott. I am uh, I'm going to be in uh, New York for St. Patrick's Day this year. Wow. And, uh, Which is Monday. Yep. And Q is uh, oh boy threatening to uh, take me around <laughs> with his fire department buddies. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Which sounds I might die. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the only reason I might not die is because they're all trained in first aid. <laughs> They'll keep you alive yeah, just long <laughs> enough to yeah. die. <laughs> no, you won't die. They'll keep you alive uh, the whole time. Good, good. They'll keep you hydrated. Good. In between vomiting and like, and then they'll just hit you. To a yeah, I don't like it's. Uh, I've never been in New York on St. Patrick's Day. I've been, you know, I've been to Boston, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, it's not a lot of fun for me. I don't enjoy it that much because it's really just a lot of drunk people. It's true. I haven't. I mean, I don't. I haven't. I'm not Irish. Yeah, me either. So we're a non-Irish podcast. We are. Yep. What is your what? Is, what are, I'm Italian. Italian, Portuguese, Italian, Portuguese, Espanol. See, you should go to South America because that's like the there's there's if you go to Buenos Aires, it's like that's there's this collection of like Spanish, Italian. There's all these. That's why you go to <clears throat> like the food is like you can get good Italian food and get good Spanish food. So you get saying, amazing. You shouldn't be in Los Angeles. I'm be. saying you should move down to Argentina. <laughs> I could write the show from down there. I could write at midnight from down there. Yeah, well, the time um, difference isn't even that bad. Yeah, it's fine. You'll be fine. You'd the, be huge uh, down there. Well, I mean, I'm pretty big up here. <laughs> I would be. I'm, you know, they're not a tall people. Uh, no, they are. Are they? Yeah, there's some tall people. I don't believe you. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's some non-tall people. I'm but <laughs> pretty positive that you're wrong. <laughs> they're all. I picture them all being like the pygmy people, you know, it's just small pygmy yeah, people. The small My pygmies. dad's six four, and he's that's more like if you go to China. How do you feel? Your dad's six four. I feel. Do you like? Are off. you annoyed that you did I, not oh, yeah, achieve yeah, yeah. your dad's height? My dad's six four. <clears throat> my mom's father, my grandpa on my mom's side, was six four. Her brother, my uncle Dean, is six four. So there's height everywhere. Everywhere except for my dad's dad uh-huh. was five three or five four. Oh, and so I didn't. I'm, I'm taller than that. I'm like five nine. But like when I was growing up, everyone was like, "Are you five nine? I think you're taller than that. <clears throat> I'm around five nine. That's about it. I don't know. I think you're taller. Unless you think you're taller. Yeah, it's probably it. <laughs> you're like I'm are six we feet tall. Height? We're like the same height, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're I feel close. like you know uh, we're five ten, five eleven. Don't worry about it. It's all right. That's what we are <laughs> listed on our <laughs> my driver's license on our hockey five cards. Nine. My driver's license is five ten, and uh, yeah, because it's not like they fucking measure you. They just take they whatever. Do. There's you a t- thing behind you. There's a oh, really. There's a measurement thing. So if you're like I'm six feet taller, like no. Well, I not. thought I was gonna write five. I wrote five nine or five. Eight. I forget what I was writing, and they're like, uh. Uh-uh. And I was like, "What?" They're like, "Look." And I was like, "Oh, all right." I'm like you're ten. taller than you. Five ten. That's what. That's what the. Maybe you're a little taller than California me. Stuff. I don't know. Here's stand up. Let's do. Oh yeah. <laughs> How can we possibly? <laughs> and we're about the same height. Well, you might have me by a little. Yeah, I think we're okay. I think we're good. We're we're very similar height. Uh, and that's why you'll see for yourselves if you're in Montreal this July. 
It's happening. Is it happening? I talked to the booking agent, uh, our booking agent that we share. Nerdist Podcast has a booking agent. Yes. Uh, and we happen to have the same booking agent as uh, Impractical Jokers. Yep. So, uh, you know, Q put out an email to the three of us, you, me, our, our booking agent, and uh, said, hey, get us into Montreal's Just for Last Festival as a live podcast, a live Phoebe episode. And I talked to him last week at at midnight. He happened to be there watching a taping, and he's uh, pretty positive it's going to happen. Wow! So there's going to be a live. There's going to be a live Phoebe in Canada in July with Quinn with Q. Yeah, that was born. Everybody get excited! Wow, it was it's happening? I was born at the Tam O'Shanter. It was born at the Tam O'Shanter <laughs> in December, right before Christmas. We should have him on. Are you around at the the last week of March? Yeah. He's going to be out here for a week. Yeah, we should do it. Should we get him should we get him on like to to like pump up this July date or should we save him for the July date? Like make the anticipation so that like just in case like we do a show with him and everyone's just like that was terrible. Yeah, your first time was And then why would we go? I could have just um, I say we have them all. I mean, you're going to go. Aren't you going out? I think I'm going to go do What Say You pod. Yeah. Which is this pod with Sal. Uh, I mean, I'm too apparently not good enough for Tell Him Steve Dave. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just a loyal listener. I get it. I get it. Oh, you listen to their show? I do listen to Tell Him Steve Dave, yeah. Uh, I'm like I'm like 15 behind or so. I listen to Smod, too. And uh, I'm like eight behind on Smod. And I'm current on Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, there's there's different Fat Man on Batman. I understand. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you're staring at a Batman statue right now. I know. I'm He's on a Batman. horse. He's on a horse. You're so disappointed <laughs> by it. Yeah, yeah. He's on a horse. Why is he on a horse again? What what which comic is that from? That is from uh, Dark Knight. Oh yeah. yeah. Dark it's Knight a beautiful Returns. statue. It really is. It's porcelain too. Touch it's it. Very nice. Touch it. Real leather straps. Those aren't leather. I don't know what they are. Are you not sure? I'm Fire. sure those are leather, right? Those are leather. Nah. I think that's leather. I think it's a very thin leather. Please join us as Scott touches a statue on a podcast. What else? Uh, what else? What? My watch winder's going back there. Are we there. doing an update? Or we do? Oh, we're updating everybody on what we, what they've missed. Yeah, uh, let's see. So I was away. I think I did some traveling. I'm going away in May. Um, I don't know what else is going on. Do you do you think that uh, we'll be able to sell more than one ticket to a live Phoebe? Yeah, because probably that person has a friend. You think? Oh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> like, point. Like they're like that's a good point. Like even if they, even if their friend is like, I do not want to go to these people. What's these people? <laughs> What's you doing? What's this ridiculousness? <laughs> Rub your dicks. Ridiculousness on the MTV. And then his friend could be like, well, you come with me, I buy you dinner. Oh, well, there you go. So then they, hopefully someone two. gets a dinner out of it. Yeah. So if you don't want to go. It's so insular. And like the world of Phoebe, like the Feebles, you know, we know they're out there. Yeah. Because they tweeted us sometimes. <laughs> to fucking record a new show. 
Yes, they tweeted yeah. us to tell us we've just spent good money on your T-shirt. Yeah. Why don't you record an episode? It, it's it's generally positive, but yeah, it's literally the least we can do is record an episode. Yes. Like, and we did get and and when we don't record. It is a mixture of work and travel. Yeah, it literally. It's and not so we're working, and then suddenly, like you go. You yeah, gotta, I'll have a day I'm off. Gone and and he's then, gone, and or I'm gone, and he's home. It, uh, it's a uh, you know, it's just star-crossed lovers. Yes, star-crossed lovers. It's been. I mean, I think Craig and I would be able to <laughs> just. I know you would be able to yeah, you figure it out. It, it would because we would just sync up. <laughs> like our like how women's sort of yeah yeah menstrual yeah. cycles they sort ovulate of, together yeah like yeah. that is how I feel Craig and you and Craig ovulate at the same time is that what you're we saying would ovulate <laughs> we would ovulate at similar times when you I were a child feel. did you understand what a what a lady's period was my mom was super um, like her she was like like teaching super regular like a metronome. No, she was like she was like that book. Where do I come from, and what's happening mm-hmm. to me? And like she was really like like pushing the sex education stuff down my throat at a pretty young age. Not like at four when I was like I don't understand, <laughs> but like it was like at a young age. And I remember her sort of teaching my talking to my sister about it, and like I was involved. So at a pretty young age, like I understood. Uh-huh. I mean, I kind of knew what it was, and I was like, oh, I don't like. Why do I have to hear about it? Because <laughs> when you're that age, like it How does that affect you? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really affect you till you know at a certain point when it affects you. And at what point did you did did you find it awkward? Did you for your mother to be teaching you this? Um, like I said, it was so it was it was so not constant in like a in like a fucking Scott, come over here, <laughs> yeah. look at these pictures. This is a this is an this erect is penis. An erect penis this is an unerect. This is a this is a flaccid. We call flaccid. this flaccid. Now this looks like an anteater because he now, here's he a, has broken God's covenant here's with a Abraham by book. not getting circumcised. <laughs> Why am I, I did not grow up in a religious household. It doesn't matter. There was no mention she's of just, anything. She's just letting you know. No, she's just laying it down for you. We were not. No. I don't. I was not. Really, I was yeah, not. Really, you are of the age of like. I feel like maybe like five, ten years after I was born, was when they were like circumcision is terrible. Don't do it. Yeah. So you're you're circumcised. Yeah. 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 Because we're men. We're men. We're men of a certain time. Yeah. <laughs> we're men of that. Time. It wasn't. A religious I don't even think it was thing. a question. No. It wasn't a religious thing. It was just something that they did all the time. Um. Yeah. It so our dicks don't look weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird dicks. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Weird Weird Dicks. (laughs) Today our guest uh, has a weird dick. Uh, Craig, why don't you tell us about your dick? Yeah, Craig, what? uh, Is your dick weird? You think I could tell? Yeah. Like, what if we have a lineup and we have to like? There's like five dudes and we have to figure out which guy has the weird dick. We don't see it. We're just. We're you don't see. Do you see their dick? You see them. You see them. You see them. You know, okay, so it's a life. They're, it's the, a, they're out there in their regular clothing. Gotcha. And there's five of them. One of them definitely has a weird dick. And you have to guess. You have to like point and you have to go. You know, it's got. I think that guy's got a weird dick. I think number three. Oh, I'm saying number with four. With the cardigan. I'm saying number four is a weird dick. You think it's cardigan? Oh, yeah, I think cardigan. No. Has a weird dick. I don't know. I'm going with plaid. So 
We're going to see. That would be an awesome. the reveal after the break. <laughs> you should sell that to the Nerdist. No. <laughs> I would judge that. I don't. You would judge Weird Dick. You'd go to Weird Dick. You'd be on a show called Weird Dick. Yeah. If all I had to do is like look at five guys and be like, and one of them has a weird dick, yeah. and you got to guess? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> you know, it's not a bad gig, really. No. You just I mean, what do you got to do? You gotta sit there and I mean, like, I do that in my daily life anyway. Yeah. I'm like, I bet that guy's got a weird dick. I do it constantly. Yeah, I'm like always thinking about dude's dick. As soon as I saw Craig, I was, I was like, like, started thinking about his dick. got a weird dick. <laughs> I was like, it might be weird. Craig's, I bet Craig's dick is normal. It's bent. I mean, Maybe I don't think it's, it's bent. bent. When I was Some a kid, people have bent dicks. Thing. Yeah, when I was a kid, there was a... There was a um, there was there people would say there was a guy who people, showed me well, his people, dick a there lot. There was a weird sort of like stigma or stereotype when I was a kid about Portuguese, like full Portuguese kids, about them having curved dicks. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like a thing. Yeah. Well, that was like a that was like a thing people said, and then I was like, "Is that true? Is that a thing? Is that Portuguese people have curved dicks?" Maybe, maybe. Maybe Portuguese curved to the left and Italian curved to the right. I don't know. And so yours, I'm, I'm so dead yours, center. You're dead center. I'm fucking like dead shot. Like I've uh, never, no one has ever seen a straighter penis. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Um, well, oh, you know what's funny too is another interesting sidetrack thing. I was working at Staples when I was like 18 or 19. Yeah. And um, there was a guy there. Who showed his actually dick? asked me if, like, legit seriously, if Asian girls had, and this is very racist of him, if Asian girls had slanted vaginas? Oh, like it's it's like the other vertical way or, or whatever, like or horizontal or no, no, horizontal, yeah. Like I, it's not. Yeah, I just was so blown away by this. Did you answer, or were you no. just sort of like, I was like staring dude, at him, like? I gotta go sell some fucking office chairs. <laughs> I don't have time I to fucking teach this. you. I can't teach you about global anatomy. anatomy, the anatomy of different cultures. I've never, uh, I've never been with an Asian lady, and I'd like to. I'm putting that out there right now, ladies, <laughs> Asian ladies, Asian ladies, not just ladies, Asian, the Asian ladies, ladies, specifically Asian ladies. If you are into a completely straight dick. <laughs> if you're into a completely straight circumcised dick, I am not the man. So you, would, so you're looking for a, a, an Asian lady, not because you are, as, not because you, there's any part of you that has is still waiting to confirm. Right? No, no, no. You don't need. You don't, don't need. need it's not confirmation. Right? I don't need confirmation. What I'm saying is, so then you call the guy from I Staples. I do find like, like I do find I find Asian girls very attractive, and like I had a big crush on the Asian girl that was in the Mickey Mouse Club when I was a kid. Her name was Dee Dee. Yeah, yeah, I had a big crush on her. Where's she now? I don't know. Maybe I'd, she think might she's around. Be. I don't know. <laughs> How, was she? Was she? Uh, were you of an age? Like no, she's what a do little you think older. She's a little older, probably well, like right. five years. Well, that's that's fine. I'm gonna look her up right now. Did you have any weird crushes when you were a kid? You mean like... On like uh, celebrity type ladies. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't even... Would you define what you had as a weird crush? Oh, no. I guess it wasn't a weird... It's an obscure crush is more what I'm, at, I'm talking about. Huh. Like, of course I was attracted to Gina Davis. <laughs> <laughs> like for what? Uh, League of Their Own. 
Oh, okay. That was the first time I had a uh, 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 a sexy dream. Really? It was after I saw League of Their Own. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw oh. it in the theater in the summer. And you had a wet dream or a sexy dream? I had a wet dream, oh, okay. which was sexy. It was a very so sexy dream. you had a dream. nocturnal emission. Yeah, I sure did. Nice. Um, and she... Uh, she yeah, I, just, I thought she was so hot in that movie. And I was like, I don't know how old was I when that came out. What year did The League of Their Own come out? I don't know. I got a Blu-ray over there I haven't opened. Because uh, <laughs> you wanted to, because you were just like, I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to rub one out. Do you want to, is that because you want to see if you will? No, I really like the movie. Um, right, here it is. Here we go, everybody. Uh. This DVD, 1992. I was nine. You were nine. Wow, I was I was uh, twenty, nineteen or twenty. Yeah. So I did not. That did not give me a nocturnal emission. You didn't get a. You didn't get a. You didn't get a boner from it. I'm trying to think of like. I mean, I remember you have a. I remember. Who was like? I don't know if it gave me a nocturnal emission. Mm-hmm. I mean, at a certain point, you reach that age when you're a boy where it's like pretty much everyone does it for you. <laughs> I remember Gina Davis and Tootsie, though. Yeah, that do it for you? She was cute in that. She is. Oh, I think she does Broadway now. Dee Dee. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She, are you still attracted to her? Yep. You're going she to held York? up all right. Dee Dee, I'm coming. You're going to New York. Uh, I don't remember. I remember, like, I remember. She's 38. Perfect. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I remember. Um, gosh, who was my like weird? Suzanne was it? Suzanne Summers was that your? I mean, that's not weird. I'm just saying, like, who? Who's that famous person from your young age group? Oh, I remember the poster I had. Oh, and- she's married. The poster I had in my in my room was um, Heather Thomas from Fall Guy. <laughs> You're a big Fall Guy fan. I was, man. You love Fall Guy. Fuck yeah, that show was the shit. Was that your favorite show as a kid? It was one of my favorite shows. I mean, I, I was... Was remember, it like, was it for remember, you? Was I it was like a, Fall Guy, Rockford Files? Is that like your jam? I had watched Rockford Files. I mean, I was also the age where it's like A-Team. Like I was... Yeah, of course. I was right at that age yeah. where it's... Night like, Rider? Night Rider? Yeah. Yeah. Like all those shows that were like, I was right at that age where like I was 10 or whatever when those things were on. But Fall Guy was like, Fall Guy was, I think, right around there, but also was that sort of right when it was like, I was, you know, I was really getting, you know. So I'm going to list some shows. My little wiener was getting really active. shows and you're telling me, you're going to tell me if it did anything for you. Sexually? No, just like if you were a kid and you fucking... Simon and Simon. Um, when I was a little bit older, yeah. I watched it. Like I yeah. remember watching it, but I was a little bit older. Greatest American Hero. Yes, totally watched that. Um, big fan. It sort of lost its steam, though. The problem with well, that show, with even that show as a kid, is, is just like of it. Of course, he's going to figure out how to use the suit, and then as soon as he figures out how to use the suit, the wonder of it disappears. Yeah, but it was also like it took them so long to do that. that yeah. It was like a certain point, like, just fucking fly straight. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst kid. 
Just fu- what are you doing? Just, just fucking fly straight. Just fly like a Portuguese and Italian dick. Yeah, straight. <laughs> it's just like a a Portuguesean. <laughs> Portuguesean. That's what I am. Um, I, I, yeah, I like that show. I was into that show. Did you? Were you into the Heather Locklear situation? Sure. T.J. Hooker. Did you watch T.J. Hooker? I didn't like T.J. Hooker, but I would watch it if it was on because of Heather uh, Locklear. Because of Heather Locklear, yeah. Not. Uh, I uh, was not above just watching a show. Yeah, none of us were yeah. above that. But that's what. But remember too, it's Daisy just like Duke. that's all we had. Oh yeah, Dukes of Hazard. I watched shit. Dukes of Hazard, but that was like uh, that. That had like that. That crossed erotic boundaries because I think girls watched it too because of Bo and Luke. Yeah. And Boss Hog. They were really into Boss Hog. They were in, totally in, just hogging. My sister was into one of them. My dad ended up doing a... I remember years later, my dad, they, Tom Wopat and um, John Snyder. <laughs> I love a good Tom Wopat story. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Get ready for this one. Because <laughs> this is like you'll have another a daytime emission when you hear this amazing Tom Wopat story. So yeah. Tom Wopat and... Uh, Tom Wopat and John, John Snyder were in a, like, it was like a fucking country. It was like a TV movie or whatever. In, in Can- and they were shooting in Vancouver. And my dad's Freightliner plant furnished, because it was like they were truck drivers. So my dad's plant Ooh. built, and this is like, you know, before I was ever in the business, they built, they painted special trucks for those guys to use. And my dad had a picture with those dudes. Did he, did he still have it, do you think? It's got to be somewhere. Oh, my God. You got to get that. You got to get that, blow it up, and I'll fucking put that on your it. wall. That'd be great in your office. <laughs> I'm picturing your fucking dad with Bo and Luke Duke. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding They me? both had beards, I think. So they, oh, didn't, they, didn't look, they didn't look like... Um, and my dad had a beard. I got to see if I can get that. But, yeah, that was like one of those things where I was like, oh, shit. My dad's somebody. My dad's... My dad... But it wasn't... But Catherine Bach was... Catherine Bach there. was so hot. She was so hot. She was, I was, it, it was that thing where it was like, they had the formula where it's like, grew up where it's like, well, that's why Fall Guy felt, felt right in, into that category of like, it, the tone of the show was pretty similar to the rest. Mm-hmm. And then they had a hot girl. And that yeah. was all I needed. That was all anybody needed back that's then. That's all I wanted. Where did she wrote? Same formula. Same exact formula where it's just like every hot night girl. I'd watch it. Hot girl. I'm like, oh, oh Angela. I'm going to land it. some berries right now. <laughs> land some berries? I don't know. What was Angela that? Lansbury. What was, oh. <laughs> I was like, it was a stretch. I was like, is that it a real thing? It would mean nothing. I thought it you literally like, meant nothing. I was like, oh, is that like a masturbation phrase that I've never heard? <laughs> land your berries. Do you know what's fun berries? right now? What I can do? Because we, uh, you watched Unless you were lying to me. You watched the At Midnight that I was on. I watched most of it. Ah, I didn't get through the whole thing. I said the split. I was watching it. I you just didn't have time to finish. You gotta do what you gotta do. But what I can do is tell the audience, uh, the Feeb listeners, exclusive jokes that were cut out of that. Because <laughs> I did a rape joke and a blackface joke. And they <sighs> both got cut. But they were both two of my favorite jokes. And the audience loved them, and I got points for them. But we just were running short on time, and like, why chance it? Um, <laughs> so, one of our games was failed podcasts. Yeah, it was a speed game. We had to come up with as many. Yeah, you just go failed podcasts yeah. as possible. So the one that I think the one that made the air, I said pants marching, which is a fashion podcast with the Dave Matthews twist. <laughs> so that made the air. But the other ones I had, 
<laughs> I had one called Black to the Future, which is a video <laughs> podcast of me watching Back to the Future in blackface. <laughs> it's a failure, don't worry. And then the other one, <laughs> the other one, which I think is going to be a web extra because it is the longest answer in the history of At Midnight, it was a minute and 40 seconds long. Whoa. Uh, and it's just because of the banter that came out in between me saying the first part and the second part. Yeah. <laughs> so it was called, uh, the fuck is it called? Tossed Salad and Scrambled Megs. Blah, blah, blah. We're doing some banter, doing some banter. And then when I finally explained it, it was actually, it's a podcast where you just discuss the streaming speeds of episodes of Frasier on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Filled, filled podcast. So then, and then we did this other game, this stairway to stardom game, where you, where you, there's this uh, public access show in Long Island that ran from like the 70s through the 90s, early 90s, called Stairway to Stardom, and uh, you know it'd be like this talent show kind of thing. So people singing, people doing stand up, people dancing, uh, and the the game was we'll play you a clip, and then we go, Chris goes. Uh, now, now, none of these people actually climbed all the way up the stairway to stardom. They went on to lead uh, other lives. The uh, comedians, I want you to tell me what these people are up to now. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> there's this old guy doing this dance, kind of jumping around, and I buzz in to go, what he's doing right now, and <laughs> I go, oh, uh, Chris, I, I just actually checked into this. Uh, this guy uh, went on to become a, an acquitted rapist. <laughs> Uh, uh, the old acquitted yeah, right? <laughs> if only you could buy that with blackface. A, there's another guy that was uh, dancing. It's just this dance. It's the guy. Who's, it's the guy that made the cut of the episode that uh, Will Wheaton says became a Superman villain. My answer for him is just this guy doing this very graceful, you know, '80s dance in like a you know '80s dance outfit. Yeah, and I said that. Uh, he became a professional hate crime victim. <laughs> the audience goes, oh. And I'm like, guys, it's okay. He's getting paid for it. He actually makes a pretty good living. Uh, and those are the, those are some of the things that got cut out. Those are where that. you went too far? Those are apparently where I went too Were far. You, was there an acknowledgement of like, like, you're there and, you know, you obviously are the guy who leap over the line and people are like that's funny but no well or is it like we don't have time to offend people it's kind of yeah it's kind of that it's more like we don't have time to offend people some of those jokes i wish i had gotten in though like the um the uh hashtag was filthy celebrities yeah and the only two i got out were julia julia louis dry fist uh-huh <laughs> and uh ellen degenerous amounts of oil <laughs> And the ones that didn't make the air that I didn't get to say were uh, David Hyde Pierce, my hymen. But you put you tweeted that. Yeah, I tweeted. Well, I tweeted the three you, that I didn't you get okay. to do. Uh, David Hyde Pierce, my hymen. Matthew McConaughey, don't touch me there. And uh, trying to think of what the other one was. Oh, Sean Connor, re-enter my anal cavity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that one made the cut, but uh, I was really proud of that one. So that's it. At that, you can check it out on uh, Hulu. Uh, at Midnight is on Hulu. It's also on ComedyCentral.com if anybody yeah. at home wants to watch it. Also, I'd recommend you watch Monday's episode, which had Kevin 
uh, Ralph Garman and, and Jason uh, Mewes. Mewes. Yeah, yeah. It was an all smod. It was a smod. It was called a smod. It was. Yeah, it was called a smod co panel. Although I think Hardwick kept saying smodcast instead of saying smod co. Well, which. Uh, <sighs> well, it doesn't bother me. It bothers everybody else. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, people were like tweeting at me about the fact that, like, Chris in prompter it said Buddy Jesus instead of Buddy Christ, and Chris just kept saying Buddy Jesus. And I was like, guys, I didn't write that part, and if I did, it would have said Buddy Christ. Um, I think it's fine. I think everybody needs to calm down. Cool their fucking jets? They need to cool their fucking jets and relax. I need to cool my jets, I'll tell you that much. Why are you angry? No. Okay, I went into training this morning, and Tom, our mutual uh, trainer, yep. was very uh, surprised that I was very evenly keeled this morning. Like, I was like, just like, yeah, no, I'm doing fine. Blah, blah, blah. I think he expected me to be just, I don't know, utterly depressed or something. Like, oh, he thought you might be in a funk or something? Yeah, he's always, he, always, uh, he always anticipates funks. He never anticipates me being fine. <laughs> well, how? What does that say about me? That generally you that that you have that you have probably gone there in a funk yeah. enough times sure. that he would anticipate it. Yeah. He also didn't know I was leaving for New York today. <laughs> it's your trainer. He, he was expecting me. Well, no, he was expecting me to be training tomorrow. Oh, and I was like, no, I gotta. I'm not gonna be I'm on a plane. I'm training tomorrow. Yeah, you are. So is my, so is um, Hardwick. Um, Training tomorrow. What do we got? What do we got plan? We got to plan some. We got to plan some Phoebe stuff. We, we always do. We never do. So we never let's do. Just, let's, so not, when, let's not. Bother, let's not. Right? Yeah. Whatever no. you get out of us, people. <laughs> we. I don't think, think that we a, should. Think we should treat. Yeah. We shouldn't make plans to do something awesome because whenever we do, we don't well, do it. But, but, I will say. That if that if the booking goes through, which I think it will, yeah, we are contractually obligated to go yeah. to Montreal. So that, so that will happen if paper if we're threatened by if the law, yeah, of booking people, yeah, comes down. On I us, I am I'm kind of looking forward to it. The last couple times I've been to Montreal, I love Montreal. Yeah, I like the idea of going to Montreal and having money. You know? Oh, you feel like you've gone in the past. Yeah, I feel like I've gone in the past and I've been like, oh, I don't want to spend. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it. I look yeah. forward to There's some good food in Montreal. Yeah, maybe we can go to that um, restaurant that you went to by yourself. Au Pied de Cochon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The restaurant you lied to me about. I did. I just... <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to say, <laughs> had it been Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I would have Fuck everybody. <laughs> had, <laughs> had, had Craig and I met in the immigration line. <laughs> in Montreal. What were you even doing in that line though? Why were you in the same line as me? You have a Canadian passport. No, I, no, I didn't use it. Why? Because sometimes it's be a lot easier to get in. Um yeah, but I don't have a like it's actually to me, it's easier to just use my American passport because mm-hmm. I don't have to explain anything. Elaborate. What do you mean? Well, it's like if I use my American passport, I'm an American coming into Canada to do a show and then go back to where I live in America. Yeah. It's easier than like 
being like, I'm a Canadian who lives in, it's like, if I give my Canadian passport, then it's like I'm returning home. Yeah. Or whatever. But I'm not. I don't live you there. You can't go home and then leave for in a couple of days? But I don't have a home in Canada They right don't now. ask you your address. I don't know. It always just, to me, it's just easier to use my, and I don't have it. So oh. I don't actually have it. I just sent in all my paperwork to, because I had let it lapse. So I just sent in all my paperwork. If anyone who works at the passport company in Canada. Yeah. Take it's coming. Look. It's on its way. Help, help me out. Help out Scott Mosher. Yeah. Or just do your job. Or just do my... it in the normal fashion. Yeah, just do it. I feel like you don't have to give me special treatment. Yeah. No, no. I'm not, not asking for special treatment. Certainly not. I mean, he's he's barely hinting at the fact that he'd like some special treatment. <laughs> I'm not saying... I mean, I don't know what special treatment would mean. I don't know either. <laughs> it's like, here's your passport. Maybe you get to the M's faster than you normally would? Yeah, maybe just leap yeah. ahead. Maybe just go. Skip over... Fuck L. L? Who needs L? N, N, no, not N, but skip over um, H. Yeah, H is weird. No one wants that. G. G, it's a terrible, what was your name? Gozier? That's not a bad last name. <laughs> Gozier the Gozierian. <laughs> Scott Gozier. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, what was I going to say about, I was going to say something about Harold Ramis. Uh, bummer. Sad. Big bummer. Yeah. He's the guy that we always wanted to get on the Nerdist podcast, but never got around to getting him on. It's a bummer. He's a big bummer. Yeah. Very sad. He's Thoughts one of those guys that, like, if you look at his, like, 78 to, like, 84, and look at what he fucking did, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's completely That's a lifetime amazing. worth of great, great work. <clears throat> he did an, ama- he had an he amazing career. He did some amazing shit. And he also, what's funny too is like, you know, he did a few movies that weren't amazing, you know, but he, his body of work is like, <clears throat> he just kept working mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a testament to the strength of the ones that were really popular and really, and really good. And then, you know, but he just kept working and he, he sort of under you know, that idea of like not sort of getting stuck on, yeah. on, you know, don't get stuck on your success and don't get stuck on your failure. Cause they can both sort of be these, they can affect your career. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, if you get stuck on your success, some people just, you know, don't make films. And sort of wait around for the perfect thing. Yeah. And then, you know, same with if you get stuck on your failure and basically, you know, in a way, like if you just sort of manage to just keep doing stuff, like just keep cranking and it's it's a bummer. It is. It's a bummer, especially how it happened. Like, you know, it's just sad to me that like, um, cause it's not like, it's not like he couldn't have made another movie, you know? Yeah. Um, that's a big bummer. Fuck, you just totally bummed me out. Well, listen, I just I just wanted to I just wanted to say that we both, you know, loved Harold I Ramis. love Harold Ramis. I miss Harold Ramis. Exactly. And he's right up there. He's right up there. Scott, take a look. He's right there. He's just yeah, there's a know. Ghostbusters um poster as well. Ghostbusters poster that I was uh forty dollars short on. And uh, borrowed the money from Q to buy that at Comic-Con. Venkman. I think I saw that movie in the theater twice. I'm told that that was a movie that my parents brought me to see in the theater when I was one. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
And I love it. I love Ghostbusters. I've always loved Ghostbusters. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but oh, it's I'm, told that, I'm told that that is the first movie that I was in a movie theater for. Wow. And then the second movie was Dark Crystal. Ooh. So. And you were, but you were still young. Yeah, Did still, you remember it? No. I don't think I remember it. I mean, I remember Dark Crystal, but I don't know if I'm remembering it from viewings later in life or what. But the Ghostbusters thing, I like, you know. I always, always, always loved Ghostbusters. I don't know what it was about it. Well, I mean. It's a great movie. Of course, it's funny and awesome. I also enjoyed the fake science of it all, too. Do you, uh, let's do some, do you have a feed read? I got plenty of feed reads. I've been reading a lot. I have two. Uh, feed reads. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to feed reads. Uh,. Scott, your Feebreed. Uh, actually, I'm gonna, I got I got a book I can grab right now, which I'm gonna grab. Um, I read this. This is actually a Feebreed that technically has to be attributed to Brian Quinn. Wow. Uh, the Martian by Andy Weir. Tell me about it. It's um, it's about uh astronaut who basically i mean this isn't a spoiler because i mean uh, this is a tease to get you yeah, to want to read the book you, it's like a, 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 an astronaut gets stranded on mars his his crew has his crew leaves thinks he's dead and he's still alive and then basically it's him trying to survive on mars while earth is trying to figure out a way to get him and save him wow Sounds pretty intense. It's good. It's 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 good. I, I he <clears throat> Quinn. It's like the first, he's recommended other books, but he read it really fast and he texted me and he was like, "You should read it." And so I grabbed it and you know I kind of blazed through it. It's a really easy read, and um, it was good. Definitely a fee read. Cool. Uh, uh, I, I I read Nick Hornby's Juliet Naked. Have you read this book? I have yet? not read it. It's uh, it's it's, I it's my favorite Nick Hornby book since, um, about a boy. Oh yeah, yeah. And I that actually might that actually my Nick Hornby power ranking might be High Fidelity, Juliet Naked. Wow, and I have not read High this Fidelity one. is my favorite book. If you'd like to borrow that, you're more than welcome to. I'll totally, because that's the beauty of Feebreeds. We can. Share with each other as well as the listener. We can share. You can so this physically. Is really, this book, the Phoebe, the the Juliet Naked. I really liked it. I, I liked because what he's been doing, the thing that Nick's been doing, uh, sort of lately with his books has sort of been like these sort of like exercises in um, in narratives. So what he'll do is he'll like try to tell the story from a couple of different narratives, switching off each chapter. So the big, you know, about a boy, you've read about a boy, right? Scott? Yeah. Have you read about a boy? Uh, I have not read about okay. a boy. Well, about a boy is from the point of view of the, you know, the 35-year-old guy and the 12-year-old boy. And each chapter goes back and forth. Goes back and forth. Yeah, you know, yeah. And they, you know they have... You know, their 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 lives intertwine, and so you so it's like I, he sees they're seeing the same event, yeah. and then yeah. how they are interpreting. And it's interesting. Uh, and then a long way down was a book with four different narratives in it, which is a movie, I, I think. 
with Aaron Paul, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan, and I don't know who else. And other it, people. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the adaptation. Uh, but this one, Juliet Naked, is about... Oh, is it about Juliet this girl. Naked? No, well, Juliet is the name of an album. Oh, uh, okay. And Juliet Naked... I don't want it. ...is the name of the... Uh, of in the in the book of the in this world of that Nick has created, there's a there's a fictional there's a let me see the book for a second. Yeah. There's a um, there's a fictional sort of uh, guy named Tucker, yeah, Tucker Max or no Tucker Max Tucker, uh, who was a songwriter and performer who did this one album called Juliet and then disappeared. All right, and her and and um, her boyfriend the the main characters named Annie her boyfriend who she's been living with for like 15 years is obsessed with this guy yeah the singer songwriter and then one day uh, a copy of this comes a copy of this unreleased version of these songs Juliet Naked comes to the door and uh, she listens to it he listens to it he loves it she thinks it's terrible they both write reviews of it for his crazy website yeah, and then she gets an email from a guy purporting to be, to be Tucker. The, yeah, uh, and then it sort of like follows that sort of tale, and then it's got a nice. Uh, there's a there's an excellent breakup in it. A, a very well written breakup happens in here, uh, and then you sort of get to go through the journey, and it's got a really good ending too. I really enjoyed the ending, which kind of comes out of nowhere, but very enjoyable. And uh, I read this book in four days. I I will read it. Yeah. I'm finishing. Um, I read Guillermo del Toro released this thing called Cabinet of Curiosities, which is like a book about his journals, yeah. um, which is really interesting. If you want, if you're into, if you're into Guillermo um, del Toro and his movies, it's pretty interesting. And if you're into just like these journals, he keeps when he's sort of coming up with movies or making movies is pretty interesting if you want to read that and then based on reading that i was like i'd never read mountains of madness oh, okay by hp lovecraft and it's like he's it's a project that he has been trying to make so i mean it's another fee breed which you'll read pretty quick it's only like 100 pages it's not that long the uh and uh, i'm going to new york tomorrow and i'm bringing two books with me i'm bringing uh, Chuck Klosterman's The Visible Man. I have read that. I like I have it a not lot. read. And I'm also bringing uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Space Chronicles. Nice. Which is about the uh, sort of uh, wonder of the manned space program and what's happening with it now. I'm finishing, um, I'm currently finishing the Strain trilogy that Guillermo del Toro, Chuck Hogan thing. Yeah. I'm on the last one and I like him. The other thing I'm reading... Which NBC is making into a... Of course they are. They're, they also made about a boy. <laughs> into a series. Which I... I haven't seen. I'm not going to watch. I haven't seen it. I'll uh, read the book. I won't watch it. The other thing I'm reading right now is called You Never Give Me Your Money. Which is about... It's essentially about the Beatles breakup. Huh. Um, and it's really just like... It's fascinating. It's a fascinating sort of tale. I've never read a more well-researched book in my yep. life so much so that every almost every blurb on the cover of the book is about how well researched it is <laughs> and it it it's genuinely fascinating and really interesting to see like sort of like what was happening to the group at the end and then like it's really about their sort of business intertwinings 
Yeah. And like them suing Apple each other and like, and like Apple, Apple yeah, Apple Corps, yeah. It's really interesting. So I would say if you're a Beatles fan, you never give me your money. Uh, is a good read. Is a great read. I'm reading something else that I think you bought. I have like I never used to do this. I always used to read one book at a time, and yeah. now I've started to like. Yeah, I'm reading like three books. Now I'm doing now, now I'm doing crazy. multiples. But um, Parallel Worlds by uh, uh, Michi Aikoku. Yeah, yeah. You did you buy that? Yeah, yeah. You I saw your picture and I yeah. bought it and yeah. I started that. Yeah. I've read uh, two of his other books. I like that. He's great. Yeah, he's great. I'm reading uh, that, and then um, I'm. The thing I want to read that hasn't come out that's coming out is um, Michael Lewis's new book. The guy who wrote um, Boomerang and he wrote Boomerang, The Blind Side. He wrote The 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 Baseball. Uh, they made it into Moneyball. Money he wrote Moneyball. Um he wrote uh, The Big Short, Liar's Poker. I am a big fan of his books, and he is he has a new one coming out called Flash. Fuck, where is it? He has a new one coming out called Flash something. God damn it. That that's that's a and I haven't read it, but I will I recommend all of his books. But I would definitely – I am looking forward to reading his new book. Uh, and then I have another Nick Hornby book, Ten Years in the Tub. This is uh, pretty much a collection of all of his stuff he's written for The Believer in the last ten years. Oh, nice. Uh, this was back-ordered on Amazon, so if you can get it, get it. Uh, $26, a reasonable price for a nice hardcover. Uh, yeah, a lot of feed reading. I have a reading. Well, I, oh, I also read. Uh, I also read the, the the golden shower. The golden shower mm-hmm. written, written by um, Weird Dick McGee. By Weird Dick McGee. <laughs> no, the golden. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I keep taking pictures of stuff, thinking that. I've been, I mean, I've been fee reading on Instagram just to, cause yeah, I've seen those to fill I've it been out. Very, I've been very like, oh my god, am I not doing my part? Should I be also doing this? Ah, uh, you're not doing it. it just the answer is the answer, the answer is, is no. no. You're not I'm doing, not your, doing part. your part. Oh, the Goldfinch by uh, Donna Tart. I thought was really good. That was like, I really enjoyed that. When I was at my cabin, it's like an 800 page book, and I basically plowed through it. Uh, on Such a Full Sea by Chang Ray Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really good. That's like a <clears throat> um, Chinese guy. It's about like a future. Um, it's set in the future. Um, that was pretty, that, that I really liked. Um, and uh, I think that catches me up. Here, I read, um, oh, An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth by the Canadian astronaut. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, was on our podcast. Chris Hadfield. Yep. Commander Hadfield. Yeah. That was that was good. I dug that. But I've been reading like a motherfucker. Yeah, I've been reading a lot too. Um and I honestly I don't know why people aren't reading more. It's great. It's the best. It's a lot of fun. Do you ebook read? I don't. You know what? I used to do it a lot more um than I do currently. In the last like four months I've sort of switched all back over to reading. Books. I just like. I mean, it's like I know. Like, if we go, and there, I have a pile of Kindles in the corner. Like, I have six Kindles over there. 
because I used to get a new Kindles? one every time because I would review them on Attack of the Show. So I would get a new Kindle every time a new generation of Kindle came out. Oh, wow. So there's a pile of them over there. Look at you. Yeah. There's, Somebody's... One, in my, there's one in my bag upstairs. I just had to charge it. People, people... The Kindle Paperwhite, the one that's backlit, yeah. is the best e-reader I've ever used. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And, um, you know, I should probably charge that before I go to New York. That's where it's like when we go to away because even when i went to my cabin like i brought like three books and it's like it is it is a little bit of a yeah, pain in the ass it's a lot it's a it's heavy a, i mean this he- is this is this is even this is a lot to bring yeah instead of one little thing but i st- i still like books yeah i still am a book person <laughs> the mind of an outlaw selected essays norman mailer i did when we were up at uh when we were in portland mm-hmm. uh uh, we ate at Ava Jean's, which is this Italian place. It was really, really good. I enjoyed that. And then we ate. Um, I, I didn't go to Voodoo. I went to another donut place there called Blue Star Donuts. Mm-hmm. Not a really good donut. Um, what kind of donut was it? It was a dolce de leche. It was like a donut, a cake donut with dolce de leche and like mm-hmm. some hazelnuts and stuff. It was sounds good. To me. It was it was pretty gooey, but it was it was pretty awesome. And then uh, did a lot. Of, I drank a lot. There's a lot of cocktails, which I normally don't do. I went to Tasty and Alder. But you were fucking. I was on vacation. Your I went to Tasty and Alder and had brunch twice. Wow. Yeah, I brunched it up. But I went to. Uh, I went into Powell's. Which uh, have you been? Powell's is amazing. It's amazing, but it's like if you're there for. It's it's overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. Especially when you then end up having to go, oh, I have to go to the other building to look at the science books? Yeah. Like, it's like, what? There's, and then you get... A, and then... Uh, if you don't know, listeners, Powell's is a, b- a very famous bookstore in Portland that takes up an entire city block. It's an entire city block. It's multiple floors. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like if you're into books and reading books, and it makes you realize that there's no way you're going to read everything. I will. Yeah. It's like if you, and like, look, there's a lot of books that are shit or mm-hmm. books that are other people like and you won't like. But even if you eliminated all of those yep. from that bookstore, there would still be a fucking vast. I mean, it's like in any section you go into, what I find is like we just ended up in the travel section and like you just find books. You're like, oh, I would read that. I would totally read that. Or like, yeah, there's so it, it was, I was sort of freaked out. I went to Barnes and Nobles last month. Yeah. And ended up buying eight books. And what'll happen at Powell's, though, is like, because they carry used and new. And when, and that's where I get in trouble because it's like, then I'm like, there's the user owner. I'm like, that's only four bucks. This is five bucks. Or like, and then suddenly I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't fly home with 20 books. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could, but I have to buy a whole suitcase for them. Yeah. Guys, it has been maybe our most fee-breed episode yet. It's very fee-breed. We had our first guest, yep, which right. I just can't, I keep thinking about. Follow Craig, about. follow Craig on Twitter. He's at Craig Rowan, R-O-W-I-N. And listen Craig is to... traditionally. Listen to... Um, his podcast. Yep, it's that episode. It's that episode, which sounds awesome. Uh, it's also my father's birthday today. It's Matt So Wish Him, which the so, show... happy birthday happy to you, my father. Happy Pi Day, Dad. 3.14. Oh, it's Pi Day. Um, yeah. And please, uh, come, if we go to, go to Montreal, come see us. 
if you live in Montreal and you listen to this. <laughs> That's an invitation. If we go to Montreal, if we do it. We're, I, I think it's going to happen. But we don't know for sure. We're not 100% so sure. So don't get completely excited. Here's what I'd like to do is gauge some interest. If you're, if you're a listener and you live in Montreal and you're thinking, oh, if they were to come up here, I would go. Or near know. Montreal. Let me know. Maybe, maybe you want to make the drive from Ottawa. Do you know? You? Maybe you make that drive. Maybe you pull There's a also like even down south of uh like just over the border, you can get to Montreal from like I think Vermont pretty easily. I should see if Nico wants to come up. It's not that far. I'm telling you cuz I remember we were, I was supposed to hook up with um one of the directors of death was going to pop up when we met. He was like, "Oh, I'm going to come up," but he couldn't do it. But it was only like a 3-hour drive or something yeah. like that. It's not that far. It's a doable thing. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, next next time we talk, we will find out if I died on St. Patrick's Day. You're not going to die. You're with trained professionals. <laughs> I'm just, with trained they're professionals. Double, they're drugs. doubly trained professionals. They're professionals at drinking. <laughs> yes. And they're professionals at, <laughs> at keeping you alive. Uh, and I'm going to see Book of Mormon on Sunday night. Have you seen it? Never seen it. Oh, okay. So I have fun. seen it. Q uh, bought my ticket. Nice. Are you going with him? I'm going with him and uh, Murr and uh, their ladies and uh, Fifth Wheel Myra. It's going to be fun. Oh. It's going to be fun. Uh, so that does it for Phoebe, uh, everybody. 29. Next, next, next time is the 30th anniversary. It's a milestone. It's going to be huge. Uh, you know what? We might preempt uh, Smodcast 300 at the Comedy Store just to do Phoebe 30 because 30 is pretty big. 30 is huge. Pretty big deal. Uh, Especially since it's taken us three years. <laughs> Two years. It's more than a, it's. We average out to more than one episode a month, which is kind of what we said. So no, we said two episodes a month. Uh, okay, so and that's only because of the, we had a stretch in uh, September October of uh, 2012 where we were doing it every. We week. were banging it. Yeah, out. yeah. Uh, oh, those days, ladies and gentlemen. For Scott Mosier, I'm Matt Myra, and as we like to say here on Phoebe, make, make it rain. rain. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. They're back. Who, pray tell? Comic book men, bitches. Kevin, Walt, Brian, Mike, and me give reality TV a pop culture facial. You'll meet celebs on the con circuit, find out how much geeky collectibles are worth, and laugh your ass off watching a bunch of best friends laugh their asses off. Season 3 of Comic Book Men, Sundays at midnight Eastern on AMC.